when I'm back Got my head in the clouds and my feet on the ground I got big dreams yeah, we want to help make your big dreams come true here in the Genius Lab. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Genius Lab where we help you realize your greatness. Toby here. And uh, today we're going to talk about unresolved trauma triggers holiday drama. <laughs> As you can tell by that comment, it's uh, we're coming in on Christmas. This is just a few days away. Um, it's been a while since I did a podcast and it's so good to be back on and uh, sometimes uh, life's distractions uh, create different paths than you uh, than I well for me anyway it's been an interesting road the last year and a half but uh, I've been able to put a few a few uh, podcasts in be during that time but uh, it's been kind of crazy but things are settling down and uh part of realizing our greatness is going through things that we don't always plan for. And, uh, if, if everything goes, to, uh, if everything goes as planned, you're probably not shooting high enough. <laughs> Somebody told me that once and I'm like, okay. So anyway, let's talk about unresolved trauma because one of the things that has happened uh, since I, I just finished my, uh, NLP training, my certification training, I've been using NLP techniques for a long time, and I was um, uh, certified in TRIP through a company called 220, and then I was certified in a TRIP, which is a similar process, um, all based on um, NLP principles. And uh, I finally decided, hell, I'm going to get my certification in NLP, get to the bottom of this, and uh, it was a really, really positive experience. Excuse me. <coughs> I got a scratchy throat today. A little iced tea will do the trick. Um, so anyway, uh, so I got my certification and, and I've been expanding. Basically what it's done, it's taking the training that I already had and taking it to the next level. So if you are suffering from trauma, uh, post-traumatic stress, if you have reactions to past events, uh, the memories of past events, um, I hopefully can help you get through it. This is a process I say that I, I, when people ask me what you do, I say I remove the trauma without the drama because this particular method of working with uh, post-traumatic stress is not having to relive the event. That's like horrifying. It's like uh, <laughs> immersion therapy. You know, it's like keep hitting your hand until it doesn't hurt anymore. You know, and they hand you a hammer. Um, not a very, I mean, it, it'll work eventually your nervous system will shut down, but you know, God, what a horrible way to have that happen. And what other injuries, what secondary gain is there, uh, or secondary loss is there to that type of training. So anyway, what we want to do is give you an option to remove the trauma without the drama. And that's what today's about. So thing first that's really important is to understand post-traumatic stress because i've had a lot of people who have family issues uh who have just had some shitty things happen to them in their lives um go well you know i, I probably shouldn't really say i have ptsd because you know i i wasn't in the war and i didn't have somebody blow up in front of me and i didn't have my best friend's head land in my lap and all the horrific stories that that you hear of people and and what they've gone through in war you know i really all i did was you know was beaten by my dad well <laughs> hey that's that's 
traumatic as well. There's no degree, you know, if you, if you think about it, when, we, when I'm working with first responders and military, they're trained to deal with this stuff. So yes, it's traumatic. Yes, it's horrific. Yes, it's not right. But an average person who's not trained goes through something like one of my clients had his neighbor OD on heroin, fall off the deck and crack his head open and die on the sidewalk um, in his backyard. And my friend was one, or my client was one that that went to went to see him and, and see what was wrong. And uh, he was horrified. He couldn't sleep for weeks. And then he came to me, and we we took care of it. But he's he was one of the ones that said, you know, well, you know, it's not like I, you know, watched uh, the village get shot down. You know, all these ex- extreme uh, extreme examples. Trauma is trauma. Okay, and if it's somebody sneaking up behind you and scaring you when the boo, I hate people when they they hate that people that I hate. I don't hate the people. I hate that action sneaking up on people. I had somebody back in my martial arts days when I was living, when I was going to college, I had studied Jeet Kune Do Kung Fu for many years uh, through high school. And uh, this guy thought he was going to play a trick on me one night and he heard me get up to go to the bathroom. And when I came out of the bathroom, he jumped out and I stopped my fist about an inch from his nose because I realized who it was and, and, and I was trained, you know, to have control of my, of my limbs. So I had it been an intruder, he would have been down. Uh, but thank God I recognized him and I just said, looked at him and he's turning white and I think he might have peed his pants. He's, um, I'm like, please don't ever do that again. He's like, no problem. No problem. So, so trauma is trauma. He was definitely traumatized by that. I was definitely traumatized by the, um, somebody jumping out at me. So it, it, it doesn't have to, a, a little, what we could consider or reduce to or minimize to a little thing can still cause a neurological imprint on our nervous system that responds to the memory or the reoccurrence of that. You know, okay, think about this. Um, someone comes up behind you and says, boo, screams you or scares you from, you know, uh, the other side of the wall jumps out like this guy did. You know, for, for, for sometimes days, maybe weeks even, you feel jumpy, you're untrusting, you're wondering around every corner that you go around, is there someone, sit, is there someone standing there? Um, you know, for me, it was someone that I knew, so it wasn't as traumatic. But if it would have been a stranger, uh, let's say, out in public that just wanted to mess with you, you know, you could be, you could continue to be uh, apprehensive and, and expecting it to happen again around any corner. So every time you come to an intersection, every time you come to a, a cross uh, a choice point where you're going to make a turn around a building or a structure, you know, you start, your heart rate increases, your blood pressure goes up. That That's a traumatic re- response. And there's a reason for it. Car accident, same thing. You get into the car, your heart starts to race. Um, you are hypervigilant about traffic. You're constantly looking in your rearview mirror because you got rear-ended. Um, leave extra room in front of you. So all these different th- ways that our nervous system fires up. And uh, boy, it, re- it really takes a toll. Then you get into, you know, very serious, what I would call high-level trauma, where someone attacks you. Uh, I've worked with a lot of rape victims. 
And it's, it's just horrific what these people have had to go through. And then, and then how they have coped with it is just like building everything around that trauma and making sure that it doesn't happen again. They're nervous when they go into public. There's, they have shame. Um, they feel vulnerable. They're constantly in fear. You know, these are all things that are, are normal for this kind of a, an occurrence. You know, um, for me, it was family. You know, we had a very uh, physically violent uh, childhood. Uh, it was, the house was, was not a safe place. And, uh, you know, just out of nowhere, someone would just go off the rails. And so I was always jumpy around people. And I remember, um, and afraid. And then I felt guilty because as a little kid, you think it's your fault. And man, all that stuff was so frustrating. I wish I would have had this, the tools that I have now, I wish I would have had when I did my 10 years of therapy <laughs> and talk therapy helped. This is just way faster and you don't have to relive it. So I remember I was having dinner with, a, uh, I was out on a date and uh, we went out to dinner and uh, we were eating Mexican food. I remember it clearly. And I had my arm around the edge of the plate and I was leaned into the plate, bent over, shoveling the, the, the dinner. And the, the, the woman who I, I had been friends with her for a long time, she's like, um, stop for just a minute. So I stopped and she said, don't move just stop. I'm like, okay. She said, what is that posture? I was completely unconscious of what I was doing. And I'm like, oh my God. She said, what is that about? And I realized that a lot of our family fighting happened around the dinner table and you got what you got to eat <laughs> however much you ate before the explosion occurs is how much you got for dinner. So I learned to eat fast and keep your head down, keep my head down and go for it because the, the shit's going to hit the fan. And when it does, you aren't going to get any more food. So uh, it was really good to become aware of that. And I, I still catch myself sometimes doing that. But I did some of this uh, visualization work, some of this NLP work on, on these different traumas that I've experienced. And oh my God, it, it's so amazing because the memories are never going to go away. And unless you do electroshock therapy, which is really messed up because it completely fries your brain. So, so what we want to do, it's, and, and it's not the memory that, that, that is the trigger or the memory is the trigger, but the memory is not the problem the challenge or the difficulty or the problem is the response, the neurological response to that particular memory, whether that's you going into convulsions, whether it's you completely shutting down, going into a state of fear, going into a state of panic, um, not being able to sleep, you know, these sorts of things. And so the thing that th this, um, in, in NLP, they call it a trauma release their uh, process, TRP, uh, not to be confused with tactical resilience process or whatever 220 calls their thing. They call it TRP as well, but it it's a different acronym. In, uh, in NLP, it's uh, trauma release process. And that's exactly what we do. We release the trauma or the traumatic response to the memory. And it's really, really powerful. So 
those of you who uh, suffer from from post-traumatic stress and whether you've been diagnosed or not, you know, I, I'm, I don't, it doesn't matter. The, the, the realization is if you have been traumatized and you have a negative reaction when you think of that particular episode in your life, you've got post-traumatic stress. And whether it's clinically diagnosed or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, the memory is messing with your life. And the thing about that is we want to help you with this. I want to help you with this. And so if you, we can do it remotely, you don't have to be where I am because I'm all over the place these days. And, uh, but um, it's very, very easy to do remotely. It's very, very effective. And uh, if you're interested in uh, a wonderful, wonderful healing and a release from the uh, tortures of past trauma, um, get in touch with me, Toby at tobychristensen.com. And, uh, we'll let's, let's talk about it and see if we're a match. And if we are, let's get it taken care of. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. That's, I'm going to continue on this subject for a while because we're coming into, to the holiday season of Christmas, and then we're coming into new year's and you think new year's, yeah, great time of celebration. Okay, do you know how many people <laughs> January 1st go to their first AA meeting or go to another AA meeting because they've been drinking too much? <laughs> so there's a lot of freaking trauma around New Year's and Christmas, and, and I want to help you. So that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season, and let's remove the trauma without the drama. 